This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Take three. Take three. Third time's a charm, let's hope. Um, so, this is the third time we've recorded this episode. We tried twice with our uh, microphone that Jeff had got a couple of episodes ago. And both times, the second time was better than the first but there was still lots of crackling. Better, closer, warmer. Um, so today we invested in a new microphone. A little bit more expensive. Definitely not still top of the line, but should be better than the one we had. Um, so here's hoping that you're going to get a decent episode. Not that we have any business investing money into this because it's not like we get paid. But, uh... We made almost a dollar. Yeah, almost a dollar. Um, so... Yeah, we're gonna record this the third time. And, uh... So, uh... What have you been up to? <laughs> well, do you want to give the update that you gave on the other two episodes about the drive-in? Yeah, I'll give the update. I really don't even remember what we've talked about. We've done this three times. So I know that I did that, but, like, the small talk, the chit-chat, like, was that on a different one where I talked about, like, other stuff that we've been up to? Yeah, you just did the drive-in update, and then we jumped right into what we had done last weekend. Okay, so the update I have on our uh, drive-in episode, because we did the episode about drive-ins, and during that we had talked about a drive-in called Har's Drive-In and it's one that we see when we go travel between Elizabethville and Gettysburg. Um, Elizabethville is about an hour and a half north of Gettysburg. Gettysburg is below the very bottom near the very bottom of Pennsylvania so it's like a you know big distance between them an hour and a half. Um, so it's a it's a drive-in that I've seen a sign for on the road, and it had a for sale sign, and I wasn't really sure what was going on with it because I thought I had seen things. I thought I had seen it in operation, like I'd seen posts about it, or something on Facebook somewhere. I'd seen something, and then when I saw the for sale sign, I was like, I don't understand why there's a for sale sign there because, um, it was just doing stuff. So. There's an update on that. Um, uh, property has been sold, but the new owner is a developer and he wants to keep the movie theater in business and run by the same people. So Harry Fox Jr. is the guy that bought the property and um, he's leasing it to the family that runs Harris Drive-In. Now this article says... Um, the family used to own the land, but since 2003 has been leasing it from the giant company. So I'm not really sure why or how that they went from not owning from owning it to not owning it, and another company owning it, and them just leasing the land. Um. So I'm not really sure what took place there. Um. I guess it's kind of like the Mahoning, because the Mahoning sits on land that they don't own or didn't own. I'm not sure if that's changed. Um, but as far as what was told in the documentary and stuff, they just own the business, not the land. They lease the land 
they would I bet you they would love to own the land and not have to worry about you know things like this where if the per, the property or the company that owns the land puts it up for sale well if the next person that buys it if they don't want to keep things the way they are then your business is kind of screwed so um fox uh he was a longtime visitor to the drive-in and when he found out that the giant company was selling the property he got involved to make sure that nothing would happen to the drive-in he bought the land and uh he came to a deal with the drive-in uh to lease the land to them for 10 years so they're going to be they're good for at least 10 years um everything will stay the same so he has said um the only thing that may change is there's two homes on the property getting renovated and rented out. Which would be kind of cool if you lived, like, that close to a drive-in. Like, I was thinking that, too. Like, like uh, on the property, the same property. I'm not really sure how it's set up. I'd have to look at it in, like, Google Maps or something to see, like, where everything's situated. But that'd be kind of cool if you, like, you just go to the drive-in all the time. Like, you'd be, like, the first person in line, you know, if there was something you wanted to see. Um, Vicki Hardy... Uh, whose grandfather built Harz in 1952, is very relieved about it. Uh, I believe that was Vance Har was the owner. And one of the houses on the property was one that he used to live in. Um, so it goes. Um, they're glad they're, you know, of course there's been some changes, but similar to how it's been going and keeping it the retro feel and, and retro fun um last season Harz had to get creative since there weren't as many new releases uh they relied on live concerts streamed concerts and retro movies i'm not really sure what their um what they play normally like new movies old movies because it says they had to rely on retro movies so maybe they don't normally play classic movies they play new stuff i'm not really sure what their schedule is based on because we've never been there but now we'll be able to go because they're they're going to be there for 10 years they got the land lease so we'll be able to check them out at some point um and that's a, a big plus we'll have to plan a trip out that way around going to the drive-in one night when we go out to gettysburg uh at some point you know make sure we get in see what they're playing schedule wise um this season, the plan is to open the drive-in the first weekend of May. Um, that's what this uh, says. But they say keep checking Har's website in case that gets moved up. Could get moved up. Um, so, that's good news. So, update on that. They're going to be around for 10 years. Um, they're in... Forgot one of the other articles I had looked at was different from this one. Um, it had said like uh, the address, but it's Har's Drive-In. It's in Dillsburg, PA. <laughs> Dillsburg. <laughs> um, but check it out. You know, Google's your friend, as we always say. There's nothing out there that you're probably not going to be able to find. I mean, we do help you out sometimes with links and stuff. We talk about as much as we can, but we don't have all the information. But if we can give you enough of it, there's, there's, you can find anything. You know, just type in Har's Drive-In, which is H-A-A-R-S. Um, so that's good. 
Way to go for Harry Fox. Buying it, wanting to keep everything the same. Because uh, he's nostalgic about it. He went there when he was younger with his family. And he wants to keep it all going the way it's been going. So, great for that. Um, so, we had decided that this podcast this episode would be like a current event it was supposed to be more current than it is <laughs> yeah because it keeps getting pushed back it's supposed to come out last wednesday it's now sunday um so last weekend uh easter weekend uh we both had off on friday mine because my job was closed um i'm a preschool teacher so we were lucky and had had off on good friday jeff doesn't work on fridays unless mandatory overtime is called so he was yeah. lucky and none of that was called. The bastards called it for next week though. Yeah. Um, so on Wednesday, not this past Wednesday, the one before Easter, um, I was at work and I was thinking, I'm like, oh, we have that room at uh, the Best Western from the poor tour that we won. Mm -hmm. um, why don't we use that and go to Gettysburg on Friday? Yeah. So I, I shot Jeff a text message and... <laughs> He was down with it, so I called on my lunch break and booked the room. To make sure they knew we were coming in and we didn't want to just show up and be like, hey, give us a room because we want it. Like, you know, you got to plan, got to make sure. I'm not yeah. driving three and a half hours and then they'll be like, uh, no. And um, we had planned on stopping at Broad Mountain on our way to Gettysburg, which mm -hmm. is about an hour and a half north of Gettysburg. So drive up there first and then drive into town. Um, shot a couple of our friends text messages to let them know that we were going to be in town to try and meet up and see if they were working. Um, so we set out, uh, well, I guess we also, well, do you want to add in about loving goods? Well, yeah, because we, uh, during, um, the cider fest that we went to in Gettysburg a couple years ago, we tried a, a brand called Levin Goods. And they're out of Lancaster, PA, and their stuff was pretty good. Uh, they had a cherry blend there and a sun, sunset or sunrise blend. I'm not really sure what was in it. I have pictures of it, but I remember it being good. We drank a lot that day. Mm -hmm. um, so they had put out, I just scroll through Instagrams of places that, you know, we know of or going to be going near. Or... We also follow a lot of cider companies that... Um going on oh my downloads done oh that was weird <laughs> i thought like your computer was like fuck you guys yeah it kind of looked like third time wasn't going to be a charm but no my download just finished so i guess it was flashing to let me know uh we follow a lot of cider companies on our instagram um the pumpkin and peach one and our personal ones because mm -hmm. we want to keep track of like who's releasing new flavors who's having events at their tasting room um if any of the places that we like that are out of state or far away are coming to New Jersey or Pennsylvania. New releases, you know. That was how I saw that Bishop was now in New York because, oh, I think well, maybe that was an update in the second one. The, the second recording that Bishop Cider is now being yeah, carried in New York. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, I think we put that at the end that we can do like a little spider uh, cider spotlight since now we have tried them yeah. before when we recorded the first two we hadn't tried them yet or gotten them yet yeah so uh, that could probably be at the end of this so 
I had seen on Eleven Goods Instagram that they had released a one called On the Porch, and uh, it was a peach mango cider. So I was like, oh, we can go get that. But you know, they're not close. Uh, Lancaster's pretty far out there as well. Not as far as Gettysburg, but we didn't have any reason at that time when I first saw it to go. So we're like, oh, well, we'll just keep that in mind and hopefully we'll get out there at some point while they still have that, you know, they're making that and it's not like out of season or something. So when we decided to do this Gettysburg trip, I'm like, awesome. On the way out there, we'll stop at Levin Goods. And, and I was like, hey, make check, make sure they're open because we are still in the pandemic. A lot of tasting rooms haven't opened up yet. Um, so Jeff looked and he was like, oh, actually, they're going to be at a restaurant in, was it like downtown Lancaster? Yeah, not too far from where they are. They normally operated on, uh, I think, King Street in uh, Lancaster. So it's, it wasn't that big of a difference. It's still in Lancaster, both things. And it's a, a crepe and cafe place. And we decided that we were going to leave out early enough, get there and have like brunch there. Yeah. And get some ciders and some eat some crepes. crepes. And but I was really jazzed about it. A really thin pancake. <laughs> um, so we get there, we walk in, we walk up. There's a 45-minute wait, which would have completely thrown off our schedule. We didn't even take into consideration a wait because it was Friday. And, and we're too important to wait. <laughs> well, no. Do you know like, who we are? <laughs> no, you like, don't. Even though, yes, Good Friday is a holiday, it's not a bank holiday. So most places are still open. So yeah. I really thought that everywhere would be kind of on the dead side. But there was a lot of people there. There was a yeah. wait. So we're like, well, we'll just go check out the cider. So they were doing it by, you could buy a pint. And they only had uh, two things on tap, which was um, the on the porch and a ginger lime, which we didn't wind up getting and we wish we would have tried. Yeah. I don't know if he would have let us stand there and drink a pint, even though we weren't eating anything. Uh, I don't know if they'd let you do that. Yeah, we could have asked. Could have asked. Because, hey, man, he was standing out in the cold. It was cold that day and windy, and he's outside. And he was, like, in the shadows, like, because the building is, like, I think roughly L-shaped. Or, like, the building, and then there's, like, an add-on porch that had, like, outdoor seating. So he's in, like, the middle of the L, uh, the shadow in the back, and it was fairly cold that day and very breezy and Which made it feel even colder yeah and this poor guy's just standing there in all <clears> the <throat> shadows trying to sell cold cider so we decided to just grab a four pack and be on our way mm -hmm. so we grabbed a four pack and one was the raspberry rose hard cider spritzer which we didn't drink any we took them with us and we went up drinking them after we got home on sunday and we tried them um, Do you want to just, like, give our little reviews as we say which ones we got? Yeah. So, okay. So you start with the raspberry one. The raspberry rosé. I'm not a big fan of raspberry. Uh, rosés hit or miss with me, depending on the company. Some I've had some rosé ciders that are really good, and I've had some that are like, eh, I don't really like them. The spritzer kind of didn't know what the deal with that was, what it was alluding to, like, why was it called the spritzer? Um I guess I could have asked the guy, but I, it was cold and we wanted to go too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, like, what makes this a spritzer? Why is this a spritzer? But it was all right. You get that raspberry flavor, which again, I'm not the biggest fan of raspberry. Um, but it was kind of dry. Uh, the spritzer, it had that like seltzery, effervescent, bubbly. I don't know what if that's what made it a spritzer, but 
it wasn't hard. I've had worse, and would I drink it again? Probably not. I love trying things because if I've never had them before, I like to try them. But I already know I don't really like raspberry, so it's probably not anything I would just like drink on a regular basis, just based on that. But I just love to try new ciders either way. Um, I didn't mind the the spritzer part. I seltzer doesn't really bother me. I'm not a fan of the hard seltzers, but I do like just a regular seltzer every once in a while. Um, the raspberry flavor was nice. I'm not a huge fan of rosé wine or rosé ciders. Um, I wouldn't buy this again. I mean, it didn't really stand out for me. Um, the next one we got was a dry cranberry blend, which, again, dry. I'm not really a, the biggest fan of dry ciders either. I like a little, like, semi-sweeter, sweeter stuff. Um, but sometimes, again, like, just like the rosés, dry ciders, it depends on who it is. Because I've had some dry ones that I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. And some that I'm like, wow, that's too dry. And this cider, when we cracked it open... It smelled really good. It smelled so good. I love a good cranberry cider. I like a tart, mm. sweet cranberry cider. Um, and this one smelled so much better than it tasted. I don't know where it got lost in translation. Because for it to smell like that means at mm. some point in time... In my mind, it would have had to taste like that. So I don't know if maybe the canning process, maybe if I had gotten it on tap. Yeah, I don't know how you, you get that strong of a smell, but the taste isn't there. Like yeah, it, it was a very flat, and I know Jeff hates that term, but like when I mean flat, I don't mean um, not bubbly. I mean like the flavor fell flat. Like it just left me wanting. There... Yeah. You could taste the cranberry, A but... little bit, and it, but it was mostly overpowered by the dryness of it. Yeah. And again, probably not one that I would get again, just because... No, me either. I don't like the dry ones too much, and this was one that hit me on the, I don't really care for that too much. But again, these are all our opinions. We're not saying don't try them. We're not saying they're horrible. Like, we've had some ciders that are like, oh, wow, that's awful. Sure have. Um, But this, these are not those... But again, even the ones that we have said, oh, that's awful, somebody else might like them. And we'll still go back there and try more of their stuff in hopes to find something. Yeah, so, I mean, we're not the end-all, be-all. We're just giving our opinions and our, yeah. uh, what, what we think. You know, that doesn't mean you don't go and try it, because you might love any of this stuff. Um, then there was the cherry blend. It was good. Like again, I've said this before two times in the past two episodes we recorded this, which is when I've said that before. Um, sometimes when you take that initial sip of a cider when you first crack it open, once you let it quote unquote breathe, I don't like saying that because it's more like a, that's like a wine term. But I think it, this is made with fruit. Cider's made with fruit too, and I think that it's got the same things. It's got sulfates and all that. So sometimes when you take that first sip, it's like you get a different taste, or if you let it sit there for a couple minutes, it the the taste kind of changes. So this was one of those for me. Um, right off the bat, I didn't really you know get that much of the cherry, and it just was like a weird taste, but. As it sat and I, I took more sips of it, I really got the cherry flavor and the tartness, and I thought it was pretty good. This is one that I would probably drink again. Um, again, all of our, these are our opinions. You uh, don't have to beat them over the head with that. I know, I'm just saying, because some people are like, well, you like it. Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean you're not going to. And 
Again, we've had bad stuff, and if you sat some of that stuff in front of me for free, I wouldn't drink it. If you sat one of these in front of me for free, I'd drink it. Um, like Jeff said, the initial sip to me tasted very much like a bad fake cherry lollipop. I didn't enjoy it. Um, I did let it sit for a couple of minutes before I had the second sip, and that sip tasted more along the lines of like a cherry pie filling, where it's that nice sweet, but then you get you do get the tart aftertaste. Um, out of the four that we got from them this go round, this one was my favorite, but I probably wouldn't drink it again. I'd drink it again. I mean, I'd and like when I said, oh, if you sat in front of me for free, I'd drink it. I'd pay for it too. I'm just saying, there's some stuff out there that's so bad. That even if you bought me one, I wouldn't drink yeah. it. Um, my favorite out of the bunch was the on the porch peach mango cider. Mm -hmm. I got, I like the peach. I got the mango flavor. We were on the porch when we were drinking it. <laughs> yeah, we were. Um, so I enjoyed this one the most. This is one I would definitely drink again. Um, and again, based on different. There's different batches, so like this one might taste more mango-y, and another batch might be more peach. It depends on when it's made, what fruit is used at that time, like how ripe that fruit is. Like there, it's not going to taste the same every time. Yeah, the only way you're going to get like the same tasting cider every time is like if it's like Woodchuck or Angry Orchard or Crispin or Mackenzie's stuff like, that's heavily manufactured yeah, and like they where it's not to. I, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but where it's more processed. And I'm not talking about, like, processed cheese, because, like, that's what comes to mind. Like, where they have, like, a fine-tuned ingredient list. And where places like that, they have more money to spend on, like, hey, yeah. we want this to taste the exact same every time like, we make this. Florida orange juice, like Tropicana, it tastes the same every time. And that's impossible because no two oranges ever taste the same. So, like, that that's what I'm getting when I say processing. Um, I love peach cider. It's probably one of my favorite cider flavors. That pumpkin and cranberry. Um, I hate mango. I hate the flavor of mangoes. I'm just not a fan at all. And I hate the fact that peach mango is are flavors that get thrown together so frequently um yeah it seems like that's a big thing. and like especially now because we just had that peach mango cider by um angry orchard. angry orchard and i hated it i i just i don't like mangoes and i've also come to find out in the recent past that i don't like passion fruit either like those are just two flavors that i don't like so unfortunately this four pack was not a win for me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I had liked two out of the four uh, that I would definitely try drink again the, on the porch: the peach mango and the cherry blend. Um, the peach mango and the cherry blend were both six percent alcohol. Um, the dry cranberry blend was six point nine percent, so that was the highest out of all four of them. And the raspberry rose spritzer was five percent alcohol, so that was the lowest. Um, and even saying that I didn't like these four ciders, I still want to try their, that ginger lime. Yeah. And when they come out with anything new, if we're able to get our hands on it, I'll drink it. I'll try it. Like, cause I, we did have their cherry and their sunset or sunrise at Cider Fest. We liked it. So, mm -hmm. you know, and like, 
the more you drink, the more ciders you drink or wine or whatever, your tastes do change. So something that I didn't like now, in the future I may like. So they have not been written off by any means. Oh yeah, definitely not. So um, um so then we got our four pack, hopped back in the car, and headed on to Broad Mountain. Yep, and then we got to Broad Mountain, and we did a flight because they had a couple new ciders mm-hmm. um one was the bourbon chamberson which i enjoyed more than i thought i would i did not i did not like it i don't usually like bourbon or that kind of taste in ciders anything that's aged in like oak barrels or whiskey or bourbon um but i did like it it was 10.3 percent alcohol so one of the highest ones that we've had from them or most places um, it depends on what you're, you're drinking. Most ciders tend to be in like four to maybe 8% range. Um, most craft ciders have, you know, more of an alcohol percentage, like stuff you get in the store, like Woodchuck or, um, Angry Orchard is like four or 5%. Magners, uh, the Irish imported, uh, they're like 4%. So... Um, they also had another one that was honey chamomile, um, which I did like, uh, we've had a couple other tea style, well not style, but like tea ciders where it was like Earl Grey and, uh, just like a black tea cider. And I wasn't a fan of them, but this one I really did like, um, you could taste the honey. It had a really nice sweetness to it, but not like an overly sweet mead. And then the tea was a nice compliment to the apple and the honey. Um, yeah. I definitely would drink that again. Uh, I would not. I did not like it. I don't like the tea, like, you know, brewed tea, like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, uh, the chamomile definitely did not do it for me. I don't like that. I don't really drink it as Jeff a Jeff doesn't tea. like tea bag tea or tea leaf yeah. tea. He, uh, grew up drinking powdered tea mix, so that's Delicious. where he stands. Um, so yeah. Liked the honey taste, didn't like the chamomile taste, um, so that was like a no-go for me. Um, then we had gotten another, they had a blueberry that I don't think we've tried before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. I did not. I usually do like blueberry flavored uh, ciders, and blue- this was pretty good. To me, the blueberry was like a really weak um, part of it, very flat. Um, I don't know. A blueberry cider to me needs to like punch him in the face with a blueberry, like it just beat you over the head with it. Cause blueberry ciders are so good. Um, the woodchucks summertime, the original one before they fucked it up and went to that awful ginger cider, uh, used to be a blueberry cider and it was so good. Um, I don't know. And with Broad Mountain, they're batches seem to uh vary in potent pot uh what i guess potentness i don't know what you're trying to say like how sometimes like the flavor of the fruit is very strong and other times it's not yeah again every batch is different um sometimes it's a little bit stronger a little bit crisper the flavors are a little bit sometimes they're fainter i'd keep trying it though because like i like their cider we've never really had an awful like a bad one from them that we'd yeah. be like oh no never again like 
everyone's been pretty good and they have all kinds of different ones uh they have the ones that we just mentioned they have a pineapple that's delicious didn't you have a mango wasn't that new that wasn't new i've had it before i mean i don't know if it was the same recipe because before they called it howler monkey now they were just saying mango so i don't know if they're like the same thing i've had both of them um we had the pineapple because we always gotta get the pineapple it's delicious and what I was talking about with like the the flavor and like the I, I don't I don't know the right wording. Just go for past it. it. Go but, past this. <laughs> Never play this part again. <laughs> um, we had a batch of their pineapple a couple of months back, and it was delicious. It was super juicy. Like the pineapple flavor really hit. Um. And we went to go get a, a growler of it to go. We were going to commit and grab the two liter growler, which we didn't have yet. And as they went to go fill it, it messed up and they couldn't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, this last time we when we had it, it tasted similar, but not the same. So, um, just going to have to wait for that perfect blend again to uh so looking for that perfect blend of pineapple so we can get a growler of it not that we wouldn't get a growler of it normally but like that time it's like chasing the white whale it's like moby dick like you're 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 waiting for it to be that good again yeah it was really good and it's been close but no cigar i mean i'll still always drink it when we go there i'll have a couple pints of it but like to take the growler home it's got to be that that magical blend again (laughs) we have we we did buy the two liter growler and we got a two liter of the uh pineapple pineapple when we were there like a month ago yeah and we enjoyed it it was delicious uh while we were there i also got a um mad margarita slushy they do wine insider slushies um the margarita one wasn't the best um, I've had three there that I really, really like, and that was the apple pie, the pumpkin pie, and the peach frosé. The um, I'm pretty sure the apple pie is made with their either their apple cider, like their base hard cider, or their apple wine. I forget which, maybe both. And then their pumpkin one is either their pumpkin cider or their pumpkin wine. Again, they do have both, and all four of those are delicious and the peach frosé is made with their peach wine which is awesome um they typically have four or five cider slash wine slushies a weekend it the it rotates they're really good about keeping it updated on um their facebook uh it's not the first post you have to scroll down the first post on their facebook is a pinned post from august so just like scroll down to the next one Um, on Monday they took away, so we're recording this the Sunday after Easter, the Monday after Easter, they repealed the law, the ruling that said you have to buy food to drink. Yeah. So unfortunately we were there a couple of days before that. So they got a bag of goldfish and an Uncrustable. They offer very affordable, like, Hey, we know you don't really want to be buying this, but We'll offer this. I mean, they have, like, cheese plates and, and meats, local, like, 
elk sausage, venison sausage, like local uh, summer cheeses, sausage. local jellies and jams, which are all delicious. We've done Girl Scout cookie pairings there, chocolate pairings with wine and cider. Um, there's... They, they are part of um, a Pennsylvania wine trail. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like specifically wine, not like cider and wine. Yeah, I think um, I had mentioned that. Yeah, we had talked some to someone at some point about that. Um, but they, they do a lot of stuff and they do have live music there. That's not normally something that draws Jeff and I out to places. Normally yeah. when the live music is coming in, we're trying to get out. Yeah. We like the low key vibes. We like it quiet, not and, too many people and empty. And I know yeah. that's not how they would like it, but it's I how mean, we like it. We have made some pretty cool, met some pretty cool people and made some friends when it's been a little bit busier at some places, yeah. but we generally don't like the crowds and we generally don't like live music at places because again if you're trying to talk about stuff or have a conversation you're not hearing it you got or people are shouting because they want to hear each other yeah and yelling to your uh the person you're out with is not fun and uh so they usually have like the ciders that we mentioned so far they have a birch beer cider a root beer cider a vanilla cider a vanilla cider blackberry um they do a good pumpkin, a cranberry. You know, some of these are seasonal, so depending on the time of year. And some of them do have names. Yeah. Like how Jeff had said the Howler Monkey one was Manga, or vice versa. Yeah, but. um, and they have, like, a dry and a traditional cider as well, like a, a regular, just plain cider. Um, so yeah, depending on the time of year, and they bottle it as well, so you can buy, sometimes it depends what they have bottled that you can take with you, like you don't have to buy a growler, but you can get like a six pack. Um, they also are sold uh, in some Wegmans and Giants out that way in the areas, you know, not around here, but just closer to where they are, um, you can find them in stores. Um, they do do cider flights, I'm pretty sure they do wine flights, and they do do tastings and I'm do do and I'm pretty sure like as long as you're not like asking to taste every single thing they have like they'll give you a couple tastings for free and um they have the indoor seating now they did do they were doing strictly outdoor seating for a while last summer um, and they handled it beautifully there were cards on the table that had the menu laminated and a table number and you would call the phone number on the card give them your table number and at the first drop off of your drinks and food they would take your credit card and, yeah, and then you just had to call the number and say hey i'm at table five i want to order this and they just mm -hmm. bring you out you know whatever you ordered next yeah so it was it was done really well um the staff there they're all super nice all very friendly they were established in 2012 um, just like us just like us so they're going to be about i don't know what time of the year but they're going to be celebrating their nine year anniversary at some point this year i don't mm -hmm. know if that's a big deal or they're gearing up for next year when it's 10 years maybe they're just holding off um so yeah and they do have a pretty good sized property and they have two um venues i believe that we've only been to the, the one they have a tasting room there was maybe they just have the one uh i think they have like their orchard and then they have the tasting yeah but they don't room. have an orchard they say they get their apples from another place or their vineyard 
but I'm pretty sure the production happens there on site. They mm -hmm. get the apples, and uh, you can see the stuff kind of behind the scenes uh, through some of the doors um, where they're making the stuff. Like I said, everything, everybody's been, you know, really nice. Haven't had any problem people or rude people. Um, it's a very small uh, tasting room. It's probably like, I don't know, seven to eight tables in there. There used to be more and it was set up slightly different yeah. before the pandemic. But I guess they did have to like finagle it a little bit to make it you know socially distanced and whatnot so yeah um it's always a good time uh for the quality that you're getting it's also very reasonably priced they have a happy hour every day from i don't, I don't know if it's every day oh well, maybe it's just friday it's just when they announce they're doing a happy hour i think i don't know changing. follow them on facebook because and they, instagram they do post fairly regularly about their and information we'll put links and, and stuff to their yeah. stuff um but yeah during their happy hours when they do them the cider pints are three dollars they're normally four dollars so again you end up it's still both ways very affordable and it's ridiculous because some of the places you go to it can get expensive for a pint or depending on what glass they serve it in. Maybe you're not getting a full pint depending on what where you go. But their stuff is totally quality. I, I don't know how... I don't know how they get away with charging so little per pint. Um, I can't speak about the wine. Like I, I want to say it was like four or five bucks for a glass and it was good. And they do sell cases of wine and cider and bottles and singles all to go so always a good time we stopped there haven't had a bad time um so we left there and then we drove down to gettysburg like said we've said it's about an hour and a half between uh, or south of gettysburg is a hour and a half south of where broad mountain is in elizabethville pa so we drove down there we Checked in, Checked in, in at the Best Western, you know, got all our stuff inside, and then we went to the Dobbin House, and we had some rum bellies, vengeances, where you can only have two. <laughs> um, Jeff had two. I sipped on one for a while. We also decided to have dinner there because, like we said, we were there a couple of days before the rule was overturned. Um, Jeff noticed on the drinks menu that there were some seasonal mm -hmm. slash holiday beverages. So we decided we were going to try four of them. And we we um, ordered one of each drink and then mm -hmm. like each took sips. I got a hot beef sandwich for dinner, which was uh, tender roast beef on ciabatta bread. Can you see what I got? Yeah. Okay. With its own juices for dripping, which was delicious. And again, reasonably priced. And you get a choice of coleslaw, potato salad, or potato chips. They don't have fries. It's like an old-timey tavern, you know, Dobbin Houses. You should definitely check it out. Uh, Peach got the Grilled Smokehouse Ham and Swiss. Did yeah. you get that? Mm -hmm. And it had romaine lettuce, tomato, and Dijon mayonnaise. Did it have that on there? Mm. Or you just ate it didn't even know what it had on yeah, there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it had Dijon mayonnaise, but... Who knows? I don't know. That, I, I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever had, like, Dijon mustard before, so I don't really know what it tastes like. But, um, the drinks were, uh, 
a cannon in the orchard. Cannon in the orchard. Which was peach schnapps, cranberry juice, pineapple juice, and I want to say rum. Captain Morgan. Yeah. See, I got it. Um, I, I love rum. I like peach schnapps, cranberry juice, and pineapple juice. I was like, this is going to taste great. I did not like it at all. The cranberry juice and the pineapple juice were watered down. You couldn't really taste any peach flavor. It, it was like a watered down rum. It, it was not good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was good. Um, we also did a creamsicle mimosa, which was champagne, orange juice, and half and half. I'm lactose intolerant, so the half and half threw me off. I did take a sip. I did not enjoy it. I enjoyed that one as well. Um, and then there was the Caribbean Cosmopolitan, which was coconut rum, banana liqueur, cranberry, and pineapple juice. Jeff didn't like it because it's basically a martini. But it's not. It is. It's not. The it's only just difference is the it's rum, not vodka. Name. Yeah, again, it's not vodka. The vodka is the taste that I don't like. But um, he didn't like it. I did. I like Cosmos. This one just sw swapped out the vodka for rum. It was good. Uh, then they had the Jelly Bean Teeny, which was peach schnapps, coconut rum, blackberry brandy, grenadine, and sours. And it had some jelly beans sitting in the bottom of the glass. Um, it, it was good. This drink tasted like an Easter basket from your childhood would smell like marshmallows and jelly beans and chocolate. And it just, it tasted really good. I it didn't like it. Smelled really good. The jelly beans down the bottom were Starburst jelly beans. Not my favorite. Um, I wish they would have put like the old school regular jelly beans in there. But we hung out there for probably... And we got pecan pie as well. Oh, yes. It is so good. We were probably there for about two hours. Um, yeah, they really wanted us to leave by yeah, the time. Yeah. We left. But, Not that we were being unruly or anything. No, but we ordered a fair amount of stuff, and our bill was pretty high, and we tipped really well. So our waitress shouldn't have had too much of an issue. Um, we sat outside in, like, a tent uh, area. Uh, yeah. It was heated. It was nice. Um, During the summertime, they put the tent up. If you've ever been to Gettysburg, it. Or sometimes they just have you outside underneath the umbrellas. We, d we didn't sit yeah. in the tent before. We sat outside underneath an umbrella. Well, they had both the one time. They had the well, tent and the umbrellas. But it's fun. Uh, normally, you can sit downstairs in the tavern area where you get the stuff. Upstairs is more of a formal dining kind of experience. And they did have indoor seating. We just asked to sit outside because it was nice enough. And the tent was heated, so it wasn't a big deal. And it looked more socially distanced outside than inside. Um, as we were leaving, I asked Jeff if we could walk down um, to the psychic that's down there on the corner. Um, she didn't know we were coming. <laughs> so I said, well, you're not very good. <laughs> so as we were walking... Um, it just if you've never been it's just like souvenir shops and like there's a couple ice cream shops and um they're like a ghost tour a couple of the them and then the psychic there's a tattoo shop um there's a restaurant on the one side a gas station and a restaurant on the other um the entrance to uh the inn at cemetery hill um but you getting that here so as we're walking by, 
some of the shops. I was like, oh, I wish Tattered Flag was open. And Jeff's like, yeah, their hours are still really short. And I looked, I'm like, no, they are open. Look, the sign in the window says open, it's lit up. And the door's open. He's like, no, no, they're closed, they're closed. And I was like, no, they're not. And I like tried the door open and I was like, look, there's someone in it. So we went in and we got um, four different uh, beers to try. Do you have the names of them? Um, I'm going to try to find them. Uh, we got, well, we got... So we we like their one series called Custardy, and they're like sours. Uh, we got a eggnog custardy, and we got a... Um, was the Yinzer bread a custody? Yeah, Yinzer bread. Yinzer bread. Which was uh, banana puree, raisin jam, um, some other stuff in there. It was pretty good. It, it was sour, sour fruited ale. It, it was good. It was really good. We have the eggnog custody to drink, and we got a rainbow smoothie, mm-hmm. sour, and then there's another one. Uh, and I, I want to say it was an IPA, but it sounded really good, so we got it. Um, they're tall cans, and I want to say the four pack was like roughly twenty two. Um, I don't know. Well, we like we like I said, the only one we've had so far is the Yinzerbreg custard. Yeah, we'll have to let you know about the rest when we drink them. Yeah. Um, but don't see them being bad. We haven't really had anything too bad from them. Um, so he got that left there because it's just for to-go sales. It's very small inside. Normally, uh, you'd only be able to fit one person there besides a bartender if you're going to socially distance. It's it's a hallway. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's very small, but um, they do handmade cocktails with their own spirits, which are delicious. Well, I think we talked about that on their oh, yeah. episode, so we don't have to get too yeah, much but- into that. Go check them out if you're ever in Gettysburg or at their other location. Or if this is your first episode, go back and listen to our Gettysburg drinking podcast where we talk more about this place and all the other places to drink at in mm-hmm. uh, Gettysburg. Um, so we went back to the room and hung out for a little bit. And then Jeff's friend who works at one of the local hotels in town said that she could like talk for a minute so we went over and hung out with her for a little bit and talked yeah and just kind of talked in the lobby area for i don't know 20 minutes or so yeah maybe half hour at the most um but then we left we went to did we go to Walmart? no that was the next morning oh. we left there and just went right back to the hotel room yeah um so the next morning we had to stop at walmart um we got breakfast um, oh, yeah. Which they're, they normally have a pretty good breakfast, normally, but now, you know, COVID times, um, things are different. They can't really have, like, the hot breakfast thing, so they've got stuff set up in a room where you can get, like, juices and fruit and muffins and Pop-Tarts, and they have, like, Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches that you just take back to your room and use your microwave and cook them. So you can just kind of grab and go. Uh, with what you want so it's 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 a pretty decent breakfast you know considering what's going on some places are still not even that good you know you just get like a little bag at the desk that has like juice in it a yogurt and a granola bar yeah so uh they're still putting it on pretty good for for now times so we got up we had some breakfast we went to walmart because peach had to get 
Killian a Fortnite card. He had done some chores for me the weekend before, and he wanted a new skin for his Fortnite character that was, like, being released for a very short time. So he asked if I could get the card for him and then just, like, send him a picture of it. And because he had earned $10, the card was only 8 he told me I could keep the $2 as a tip. Isn't that nice of him? <laughs> um, so we did that. Left walmart went um went to reeds which yes. we wanted to get there nice and early because they were hiding some easter eggs on in the back area where yes. you sit outside and we had done an easter egg hunt there a couple of years previous and won like 10 percent off our bill yeah and uh this time we got there we ordered cider and as we we're in line ordering the two couples that were already in the garden were finding up every fucking egg like it, they were the only ones that were you know like they're gonna find everyone that was out there it's like one per person you know and the fact that like they had to be told that is a little ridiculous but um yeah they didn't just set up the easter egg hunt for you they didn't oh well you're coming you can find all the eggs you know like it's not your own personal easter egg hunt so um i i found an egg and it was for buy one, get one half off, red wine. Um, I'm not a red wine drinker, so I was like, okay, well, that is what it is. But then one of the other uh, people in the couples were like, Who had to oh. give up their eggs because they had too many. They just gave us one, a pity egg. <laughs> yeah, they're like, here, take this one. And we looked, and it was... Um, uh, free growler glass with the purchase of a oh, fill yeah. which is perfect because we've always wanted to get a growler i don't know why for we as much haven't. as we've gone there and how much they're our favorite and we love them yeah, we've we, just never gotten growlers i've gotten bottles of stuff yeah i've gotten plenty of bottles of wine normally that's what i i get i get uh, a bottle of volunteer wine mm. to go didn't even do that this trip completely forgot about Sat it out back it was a beautiful day yeah they had the construction going on for their overhead uh i don't know what you would call it a pavilion a pavilion yeah good good one uh out back that's in the process of being built still going on it, it looks like it's going to be pretty awesome it looks nice now without a roof but i know that's not practical yeah because you need the roof <laughs> yeah. that's the point of building it um but if they had like you know like i said when we were there like retractable roof that would be great but that's a little too high tech i believe um so enjoyed some ciders there we got some nachos some chips and salsa the mm -hmm. apple salsa is delicious yes it is we need to get the recipe or find out where they buy it from because it's yeah we're it's not delicious. really sure if it's made there or they buy it somewhere and just kind of serve it uh either way we need to find out what's going on with that because it's pretty delicious um so yeah, we did that. Talked to Meg a little bit, our friend who works there. We firmed up plans to go and hang out later that night, um, and to hide some eggs around the town with her for um, a couple more coupons. Yeah, and uh, we had before, um, in one of our earlier podcasts, talked about reeds and the cider maker there, Phil, Phil Philip, I don't know what he prefers to be called, had listened and then got in touch with us through Instagram and said, hey, you know, the next time you guys are in town, hit me up, you know, maybe we'll get together, have a pint. Uh, 
Um, we tried to make that happen this time, but he had some stuff to do. So hopefully in the future we'll be able to do that and and maybe just maybe get an interview out of him <laughs> for the podcast about cider making because that's interesting to talk about you know somebody somebody who does that kind of thing yeah and it would be interesting to find like the ins and outs of like a cider that we really like yeah so uh but then we firmed up like peach had said we firmed up plans with meg and then we had decided what we were going to do for the rest of the day before we were going to come back so we left there and we went to mila kitchen um the home of jack's hard cider now over by the outlets they were doing was it a monthly release yeah it's like a seller series they've been doing they've been calling it and every month they've been putting out a different uh cider or ciders uh, i think february they had two different ones and we tried both of them yeah i forget what they were uh one something was cardamom a chocolate cardamom and the other one was some a rose petal or something i don't know they were both okay yeah this uh march's was blueberry granola and jeff had contacted them via uh, instagram and they had gotten back saying oh yeah we still have some so we decided to go and have lunch there um and when we went to like go in and get a table i asked the woman at the door i'm like oh can we sit outside and she was like no it's too cold it's like you didn't have a problem seating me outside in October when it was 40 degrees, but yeah, now... Yeah, sat it, out there when it's colder. Yeah, and at nighttime where there was no sun, but now it's beautiful sunny day and I can't go sit outside. And there was a lot of people out because it was nice out on Easter weekend and yeah. the inside was pretty full and she's like, but you can sit in the theater and we were like, like what's where, that? Yeah, where's that? And she was like, oh, come over here and I'll show you. Because we had been there before and we'd sat inside as well, but we didn't know there was a theater that you could go sit in. Yeah. I don't know if this is a new development or... So she walks us in through like if you've ever been to a movie theater you know like the swinging door and you walk down the little aisle and it opens up to stadium seats and a couple rows in front of you and the couple of rows in front of you have been taken out and it's all um tables and chair well three yeah. rows of tables and chairs they have a little bar in there that has taps no, mm -hmm. that wasn't in use right then the screen's still there the stadium seats look for all intents and purposes it looks like a movie theater it's mm -hmm. got some tables up front and a little mini bar with uh, taps. It, it was very cool. Um, I, I Snapchatted pictures to a couple of my friends. And I'm like, oh, that's so neat. But definitely check out our Instagram and Facebook after this. Uh, I'm going to be posting pictures. You'll be able to see. Yeah. Um, we got pepperoni pizza there. Their pizza's really good. We've had a couple of different types of it. Their breakfast pizza was really good. Um, we got, did we each get a glass of the blueberry? Yeah, we each got a glass of the blueberry granola. Um, it wasn't great. Again, blueberry is one of those where, like, if it's not done right, the flavor's just really not there, and this flavor was not. It was very light on the blueberry flavor. I didn't mind it. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't awful. Uh, it was pretty good, but I would wish there was more blueberry flavor. I didn't get any kind of granola flavor. So. There was, like, the slightest hint of, like, a vanilla. That's what I got. But, like, very, very, very slight. I'm not sure for how much longer they'll have that or if they even have any left now because they do it, like, a different one every month. And I think once it's gone, like, that's, that's it. You know, they do these special monthly things. Yeah. So, we ate lunch, we drank the cider, we hung out for a little bit, 
Um, at this point, we went and checked in. We decided we were going to stay another night because we didn't want to be drinking a whole bunch and then driving home and getting home super late. So we checked into the Eisenhower and this was probably the last time, like the nail in the coffin. We've talked about them before on our Gettysburg podcast. How we have a love-hate love relationship hate. with them and now it's just bordering more towards hate than love. Like, the property they have is very cool. It's It used to be very kitschy. It had like a very, like, um, what would have been like trendy and high fashion and neat looking like 70s yeah. feel to it. And they've just, tr they've like bastardized everything. Like it, it, trying to make it look new and fancy and it's just like slapdash and haphazard. Yeah. And it's very uh, half-assed, very uh, trying to be quick about it. Um, remodeling. It's not, it's like, oh, it looks good if you glance at it real quick, but if you actually stop to look, yeah, you know, there's a lot of shit they they haven't fixed. And they like they remodeled the the rooms, but the only thing they really remodeled is they pulled out carpet, put in hardwood floor, and like they got rid of like the fancy furniture that they had in there, and they put like a more modern, like just plain, boxy furniture, and like. I didn't dislike the furniture. It was like, it looked like a bedroom set my grandparents had when I was little. Like that style. Like 70s, dark wood, old, heavy, like the fancy crown looking. Like you would look at it as a little kid, and I know I did, and be like, oh, this looks like king or queen furniture. Like it was pretty. It was cool. They really just could have kept that stuff, updated the beds yeah. to like a more comfortable bed updated the TVs because they were not flat screens. They were box TVs. Like, they just kind of updated like, They went, shit, they shitty. updated the wrong things is what they did. They tried to make an old hotel look too modern. The property modern. has a lot of potential. It has two hotels on it, the Aspire and the Eisenhower. They've been doing a lot of remodeling in both. Um, they do have potential. They have a lot of space. I went to a convention there a couple years back, Pop, Rock, and Horror. It was a very nice setup. They have like big rooms, like ballrooms and and event rooms, where they had like the vendors and celebrities, and it has a very nice setup to it where you could hold an event like that. And it was great that they were able to do a first time convention there. But the yeah. Aspire is just nicer rooms in general before the remodel. After the and remodel, yeah, they're king size, uh, two king size beds in them, and the rooms are huge and. The price of that one, since it is fully remodeled now, almost doubled. It used to be like 70-something a night, and now it's like 130. So it's almost double what it was. Yeah, we haven't been in there since they fully remodeled the Aspire. I don't know if that's actually open, because it looked kind of not really occupied when we were and there. the last time we tried to get a room at the Aspire, uh, we had the room rented, and we got there, and... They said that they had no power. Was it or was it water? Or, yeah, maybe water, they had no water. water so or something. They didn't call us. They didn't let us know. And we were checking in. It was late. It was like nine thirty or ten o'clock yeah, at night. They had somebody at the desk, and as soon as you walk in, they're like, "Oh, sorry, you don't have a room here because we can't let you in." And it's yeah. like, "Well, nobody tried to contact me. Now I'm here. Yeah. Now we got to go find somewhere else." Luckily, we were able to switch to another hotel. But like this, we get into our room. When we're checking in, the woman's like, oh, well, it's not marked as clean in our system. Let me just go double check. That, to me, right there doesn't bode well. 
um, it takes her a while. I don't know what she was doing because it wasn't it like, wasn't that far. Yeah, she went to it, and we were right next to like kind of annoying people that were kind of loud. Like um, it was a connecting room, and like I guess. I don't know, the walls aren't that thick because it is older, but you could hear, like, everything that was going on next door. But, um, the thing that really got me, the, like, the nail in the coffin for me was I got out of the shower, and they have hardwood floors, so to me, to clean this room after someone has been in it would be you sweep the hardwood and then you mop it, or you swiffer it, you do something. You clean the hardwood floor dry sweeping and then wet however you want to do that and um i get out of the shower so i am fresh and clean on so i'm walking around the room uh with clean feet and i go to put my socks and shoes on right before we leave and my feet are black so that to me means that the floors haven't been cleaned definitely not cleaned since someone else use the room and probably not clean for a while um Jeff and I noticed that there were like bubbles in like the drop ceiling in the bathroom like there had been a major leak and they hadn't really fixed it um the bathrooms are not updated at all like I wouldn't be surprised if it, the only thing that I saw that was new in there was they ha they got a new toilet Maybe. Like, the, the toilet, it didn't have a flush lever. It had, like, a push button. The, there's, like, um, I don't know, what's that thing in there where you, like, you have to, like, turn the time crank? So, like, the iguana light. light? Yeah, like, that knob was kind of loose. And it's, like, and I always hate when I stand in places like this, because it's, like, well, I don't want you to think I fucking did that. That shit was like that when we got in here, like. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't feel the need to have to go and have to go every time I stay there to go to the front desk and be, like, hey, this is all the shit that's wrong with your room. Yeah. So you know that I didn't do it when we leave. Um, so as good of a deal as we can get on it sometimes, it's like we might have to just stop because it might just be worth it to pay a little bit extra and not have to deal with this kind of stuff. Um, so checked in there. Um, we left at that point. We went to Tattered Flat. Uh, no, not Tattered Flat. Four Score Beer Company. Um because I had looked to see if they had anything going on while we were in town. Because, uh, again, we had talked about them before in our drink Gettysburg Drinking Podcast uh, episode. But they had a, a Dunkaroo. If you know Dunkaroos from back in the 90s, it's like a little, you know, some vanilla cookies with dip it in vanilla frosting. And they had, like, I guess, different flavors sometimes. But um, they had Imperial Stouts that tasted one was done by Fourscore, which was a vanilla cookie, Imperial Stout, and then one from Hysteria Brewing, which is out of uh, Maryland. They collaborated, and Hysteria did a vanilla frosting and confetti cake Imperial Stout. So you drink them both separately, and then they, they will pour them together and drink them. So it's like you get the full experience, because the Fourscore is the Dunka, Hysteria is Raku's, um... We bought them because they give you two cans of each in the four pack. So you get two cans of the Dunka and two cans of the Raku's. So you can drink them separately, then mix them together, enjoy it together. Um, when we first recorded the first two versions of this, we had not drank them yet. We drank them last night 
Uh, Peach did not like them. <laughs> was not what she wanted at all. I oh. did like them. They were kind of sweet. Um, they had nice flavor to them. I just, I don't I'm like... I'm sorry. No, what did you say? And maybe you shouldn't say it. Uh, but I'm saying I did like them. But you said, what did you say? They tasted like soy sauce. But something soy sauce. You said something vanilla soy sauce. Yeah, vanilla soy sauce. Like cookie soy sauce. I don't um, know. Um, I I've compared another stout to tasting like soy sauce, and the person I said it to knows beer, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a common flavor to get. Like, it, it's not unheard of." And I was like, "Yeah, this tastes awful." And he was like, "Yeah, it's just not for you then." Who was that? I forget. It was someone when we went to, like, a beer place. Like, someone we were talking to. But I did like them. I've now got... Because we shared the two cans. So, we drank some. I We both tried each of them separately. And then we mixed them together and tried it. Um, I ended up drinking most of he it. He was like, do you want more? And I said, fuck no. So, I'm going to have to drink the other two cans we have. Because I know she's not going to want any more of that. Nope. Sure don't. So, I did enjoy it. Um, they had some other stuff, but they were sold out of it when we were there that we would like to try and check out. We always, like, just happened to miss shit that we're like, oh, that was cool, but they're they're sold out of that now, and we just, we just missed it. So, we didn't stay there for as long as we thought we were going to stay there, so we just picked up the four-pack of the, the Dunkaroo-inspired um, beer, uh, Imperial Stouts. And we went about on our way, picked them up, went over to Reed's, hung out in the parking lot for a little bit because it wasn't time to go in because Reed's closed at 6 that day on Saturday. Then we walked up as they were closing and Meg was getting everything shut down and um, I sadly found out that they had some strawberry when I didn't know they had it there earlier. Some sort of a miscommunication. I won't blame anybody. <laughs> but I really like the strawberry cider and I would have gotten that when we were there earlier, but I didn't know that they actually had some because I was under the impression that they didn't. Wow. Not naming any names or saying what's going on, but just saying. Jerkus. Well, I love the strawberry. Didn't know there was any. I should have asked. That's kind of on me too. I should have been like, do you have the strawberry? Yeah. Um, so, um, when everything was closed, we left there, and we went and parked up near the circle, and we went around the circle, and we hid some eggs. We had the eggs with the coupons in them for reeds, and we hid some eggs. Then we went to Battlefield Brew Works, is that it? I yeah. always fucking think yes, I'm saying that. Yes, it's Battlefield Brew Works. Um, we each got a different cocktail like with their alcohol and their mixers um i was not a fan of the one i got it had like handcrafted ginger ale or some shit i don't know i had something with vodka in it and strawberry lemonade and i thought it was pretty good actually even though i'm not the biggest fan of vodka but that was pretty good um i don't remember what i got but it, aside from like the bad ginger taste I suppose it was alright but then we went to Gary Owen we had dinner we yeah, had we were gonna drinks. go there first but we saw a bunch of people outside waiting and we were like maybe we shouldn't go there or do something else first and then we had the drinks and then when we left there we were like well maybe we should check and see and we were able to get right in we sat outside um, and when we were getting seated, a, 
a band was getting ready to like gear up and play and I was like oh fuck like what are we getting ourselves into but it they were really good like you had the peach cooler at Battlefield Brewers right what's in it says peach brandy mixed with homemade ginger ale yeah that's what I got yeah and I I tasted yours and I wasn't a big fan of it either I liked mine I got the Battlefield Sunset which was coconut vodka and a splash of strawberry mixer topped off with lemonade and i thought that was tasty what did meg get she got the mule didn't she or did she get something else no yeah she got the mule i think that was vodka a splash of lime topped with the homemade ginger ale yeah um but again now we're at gary owen we got in pretty quickly sat outside out back it had its own little heater Mm -hmm. um the live music, yes, like we said earlier in the podcast, this episode. Not always the biggest fans of live music, even though it was pretty decent. Um, but again, you can't really talk to each other when that's going on. Even even if the music is good, then you don't talk to each other because you're yelling. Nobody wants to be yelling the whole time. Um, you got the fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't like fish. But oh, it was delicious very very good i got a burger meg got the shepherd's pie and then we split irish nachos Mm -hmm, which is just like potatoes with like cheese and bacon on them and jalapenos jalapenos oh boy they were spicy yeah we probably shouldn't have got those because we were all full yeah and like all of even though i ate my burger so all of our food came with potatoes like meg had potatoes on her shepherd's pie and jeff and i had fries so it, it was just a lot. Like, we all were very full leaving. Um, after Gary Owen, we went, we did get drinks at Gary Owen. Jeff and I each got a dark and stormy, which is like an well, Irish storm. An Irish storm, it's yeah. Like a mule. A mule, uh, but with Jameson instead of whatever is normally in a mule. It's good. We've gotten them before when we were there. Um, yeah. They're pretty tasty drinks. Yeah, uh, I don't normally enjoy Moscow Mule. That's yeah. I, so I'm guessing it's vodka normally. Yeah, I believe so. Um, he he had gotten one of them at a local Irish place around here that's sadly no longer open. Mm. But um, R.I.P. Dublin Square. And then R.I.P. the parlor. It became the parlor. Yeah, after that. and it was yeah. still okay then. But uh, property still sitting there, ripe for somebody to come in and do an awesome Irish like, bar or pub again. Or yeah. a cider house. Yeah. If anybody it, wants to come swoop in in Bordentown, New Jersey, look for it. Um, but we hung out there for a little bit, and then we went to go hide the eggs. and Hide some more eggs. See, in April, there's this awesome window, and I know, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the Gettysburg podcast, where the battlefield stays open until 10, but it's still dark. So the battlefield was open last weekend until 10 because I'm pretty sure the hours switch over on April, like April 1st, and we were able to go out onto the battlefield in the dark and we hid some eggs. We went to like Little Round Top or Big Round Top, um, found some porta potties, which were like gross uh, room requirements because we really needed to go, all of us, and uh, there was nasty, are we going to recreate our what we did i think we did that on the second one um so jeff and i whenever we're like in a porta potty situation 
if you've ever seen Friday the Thirteenth Part Five and the character Demon, who has lady. the damn enchiladas, and because he's eating all kinds of fucking junk food, he's got pizza, enchiladas, I think of tacos, all kinds of bullshit, like gas station crap. So he eats all that stuff, and then he's got to go to the bathroom, and he's running, and then damn enchiladas, and he goes in the porta potty, taking a shit. And, uh, you know, the shit box is gross. You gotta say that every time you're around a porta potty. You're gonna say, this shit box is gross. And then whoever's inside or outside, you sing to each other like they do in the movie. And his girlfriend's outside, and he's inside, and they're... Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Hey, hey, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. And then he... Dies. dies. Spoiler alert. They both die. Yeah. And he just dies on the shitter. And uh, that's but, not, that's unfortunate. But it's something we've been doing for years. And when Jeff actually met the actor that plays Demon, uh, he told yeah. him. Miguel and, Nunez. And he was like, there's no way you do that. Like, and yes, we do. We do. We do that. Time. And he found that very comical. And he had said that he made that little melody up because they told him to sing a song or something and he started singing like a more well-known song and they were like we don't got the money to pay for that we're not paying for the rights to that so just you know make something up and he said well i just made that up so uh that's how that story goes and he was a really cool guy nice guy and um so yeah that's our porta potty thing we did have stickers from our business ugly mugs um they sold out because they were very uh popular i'm hoping to get some more made soon i was going to try to get a, a magnet of that made and i alluded to that on a f- earlier episode like that was going to happen but i kind of slept on that and i didn't get it done so those weren't made but mm. hopefully sometime in the future another sticker or magnet because it's great if you if you know it then you know it if you don't check it out because it's hilarious yeah so uh after that meg dropped us back off at our car we went back to our hotel room and we went to sleep because it was late and we were tired. We got up and we headed home. Yeah, we drove a little drive around town to see if there was some eggs where we had hid them. See if they were still there or if somebody found them. Hopefully they all were found and, and they get brought back to um, Reeds. Reeds because, you know, they were cool enough to, to do stuff like that and... Um, I just don't want people finding them and be like, oh, fuck this, and, like, throw them away or whatever. It's a cool thing for them to do, and it would be a shame if people just, like, didn't give a shit. And we know what the coupons are inside of it, and it's definitely something that's neat. Yeah. So, um, that was a fun weekend, and, uh, we came home, ate some Easter dinner, tried all the 11 goods, uh, ciders that we've got that mm-hmm. we spoke about earlier and just hung out because it was still nice here yep and that was that so um hopefully we had spoke on one or both of the two ones we uh recorded before this and we had talked about bishop cider that i guess that can be our spotlight for this week's mm-hmm. episode about how they're out of Texas and we're like Dallas, Texas. Peach was stalking them and seeing them on Instagram and like, oh, I want to try these. And I'm like, well, they're not available here. A lot of stuff isn't available in New Jersey. You got to go to New York or Pennsylvania because I don't know if it's just hard to get shit into the state or what, but it's, we always got to go out of state to find stuff. And they had posted 
now available in New York. So we're like, fuck yeah. Um, but the closest place was like Staten Island, which is like two and something out, two and a half hours away. Excruciating bridge tolls, like ridiculously expensive. Like these bridges to New York from Jersey. They're like $18. Some are as much as 30 Like one way, 30 bucks. One way, 18 yeah. bucks. Like, that's crazy. And, like, we don't have that's Easy Pass. Crazy. And, like, even with Easy Pass, like, they only knock off, like, three or yeah. four bucks. It's not, like, anything huge. It's ridiculous. And, like, the Verrazano Bridge, like, I think they charge you both ways on that now. Like, mm-hmm. that's $18 both ways. Um, yeah. Which is ridiculous because usually you only want to, like, well, at least I only have to pay one way. Now they're getting you both ways. And it's like, fuck. So. I was like, well, I don't want to do that, but I really want to try the cider. So I put in on their cider finder to find them, and there was a place up in uh, Pennsylvania, right across the border, but up north. It was still like two and a half hours away from us, but we wouldn't have to pay stupid bridge tolls, and it wouldn't be as costly to travel there. Um, but luckily, I just as a last-ditch effort, I don't know why, I put in our zip code again, and I found some places that were even closer to us, right across the bridge across the river here in Pennsylvania that would be a lot quicker to go to like 20 minutes and they had a variety pack so I went there to go get their variety pack and in the variety pack came um, apple pineapple cider crackberry which was cranberry and blackberry uh, Texas tea cider made with uh, tea light cider which is just a light cider like calorie wise um and that was all that was in the variety pack right is it was it was four yeah, i said four so yeah. crackberry apple pineapple light and texas tea yeah there's another one that's available in this area called the dark side which is a black currant cider that wasn't in the four pack i mean the variety pack so we had to go somewhere else in pennsylvania that was a little bit further but still not as costly as going all the way to new york and uh, so it was still better, and definitely better than going to Texas and paying all that money. Yes. <laughs> but if we're any at any time down there, we're definitely going to check them out in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot cheaper than going to Texas to get it, so at least we can find it somewhere here. Um, we did drink, tried all of them yesterday. Um, the apple pineapple was delicious. Yeah, it was really Great good. pineapple and apple flavor. Really liked that. Um I, we're very partial to pineapple, uh, yeah, pineapple ciders. ciders, so that one was very good. Um, crackberry, I thought was really good, uh, a good tart cranberry flavor, and then you get the blackberry. Um, I thought that was good. Uh, their cans are also fun because, uh, like on the the pine, apple pineapple, it says like the ingredients like underneath it, the title it says like apple pineapple pine. And then on the back, it says, like, in a small thing, like, with an asterisk next to it, like, doesn't actually contain pine. Or crackberry, it says cranberry, blackberry, apple, and then crack. And then on the back, it says, does not actually contain crack. Mm-hmm. And then on the, um, then we drank the light cider. That was not good. That was terrible. Did not like that one at all. Sorry, Bishop, but that was a fail. Mm-hmm. Some people might like it, but we did not. We did not. Uh, the Texas tea, I did enjoy. That was a, a good flavor, I think, for me. Uh, I've had a tea cider before, 
that I did not enjoy. This one I enjoyed a lot more. So I would definitely drink... I would drink all of these again so far, except for the light cider. I would not drink that again. So I would drink the apple pineapple, the crackberry, the Texas tea. All They were all good. Um, then the dark side with the black currant, that was very tasty as well. And that was fun because it's more like a, a kind of like a Star Wars themed. And it says like the dark side and... It says black currant cider and it says may the tart be with you and around the top edge of the can around the mouth it says pew 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 and um it says give yourself to the dark side but side is spelled c-i-d-e like cider so it's very fun they're they're having fun with it so it's good and all like i said all of them were good except for the light cider not fans of that but everything else delicious yeah definitely looking forward to drinking them again would definitely drink them again looking forward to trying anything else that we can get our hands on from them they have a pecan pie cider but i think that's more of a seasonal thing and i don't know if it, it would be available around here because they only get certain even if it's available not everything is available so we might not be able to get it um, they also have a blood orange one called Tiger's Blood. Hopefully I want to try that. Um, so yeah, they're out of Texas. I think Dallas. Mm -hmm. And um, it would be very cool to go there in person and, and try everything and like, you know, right from the tap. But this is what we can take for now. And we're glad it's fairly easily accessible. So big fans of the bishop cider that we tried yes i'm so happy that we were able to find it get our hands on it and get to try it because it, it stinks i don't know what it is about this area and why places have such a hard time coming into new jersey but like we finally have bold rock which is awesome blake's is closer now like granted it's in pennsylvania but it's still close well, love for them to get in new jersey bold rock just came into new Jersey before we can only yeah. find that in pennsylvania mostly yeah like there are good <clears throat> cider places that are coming in it just yeah. slowly bold rocks slowly. out of virginia and now we can get them here blake's again they're Michigan. not they're knocking on the door I and mean, we can get them in pennsylvania and stuff but we actually Hopefully. today were able to track down three new Blakes that we haven't tried and a 1911 cider that we haven't tried. So uh, the Blakes are the Strawberry Lemonade Cider, the Blueberry Lemonade Cider. And the Rainbow Seeker uh, Pineapple Cider. We had one from them before that was the same kind of thing, but it was Pineapple Sage. The Sage kind of threw me off with that. Uh, it I wasn't the bad, no. but it wasn't... It wasn't something that we would reach for again. Luckily, we only had one can of that, right? Yeah, we bought a single can. Yeah. Um, this says it's just straight up pineapple, and now with more pineapple, so I'm always about that. So, um, fingers crossed that it's as delicious. The 1911 is your churning violet, violet, blueberry cider, which, uh, that's fun. And, and 1911 has some awesome cider, so yeah. I'm looking forward to getting punched in the face with some blueberry flavor. Bam! <laughs> It's like the Kool-Aid man coming in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you've never checked out 1911 Ciders, check them out. They have a tropical one, which, again, pineapple. All right, we're not doing 1911. We're I'm just bishops. saying. All right, we can talk about them at some All other right. time. 
Because we still got this is going to be a long episode now of the third time's a charm because we've got lots of segments. We still have to talk about our sp- us, but being our, our okay. own sponsors. And, right. um, so well, okay, so with us being our own sponsor again for this episode, we're going to talk about an event that we're going to be vending at. So um, our business, because again, this could be the first episode you listen to, uh, is called Ugly Mugs Inc. Um, we do hand-painted glassware, like beer mugs, beer, pilsner glasses, wine glasses, wine glasses, uh, bottles, um, woodcraft, like jewelry boxes, and I've done some cabin, Friday the 13th cabin dioramas kind of things, um, handmade per- hair bows, perler magnets, stickers, magnets, um, pop culture stuff, horror, mostly horror and pop culture. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, Ugly Mugs Inc., on Facebook, Ugly Mugs Inc. Um, you can see Etsy all of our stuff. Is Etsy Ugly Mugs Boutique. And and if you go to our Facebook or our Instagram, the link is there for you to find our Etsy shop and the upcoming events that we're going to be doing. Um, our upcoming event now is going to be the Monster Mania Outdoor Little Mall of Horrors. During the pandemic, Monster Mania um, threw together a group. Um, where people that would normally vend at Monster Mania could go on and um, showcase the things that they're still trying to sell. And in case you don't know, Monster Mania is a horror convention that's here in the Northeast, usually takes place in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and um, Hunt Valley, Maryland. Hunt Valley, Maryland. I was blanking on it. So those two places, uh, it's normally where they take place. Um, they weren't able to do any because everything shut down the beginning of last year. So they haven't had a convention since I think the end of 2019, right? They didn't do anything and they had stuff planned for like March, March, but they had to cancel it. I was supposed to go to it because there were some awesome guests, but everything shit hit the fan. So I want to say October of 2019 is the last monster mania show they had which we were at the one in Hunt Valley and it, it was, was amazing. so much fun. Always a fun time. Um listen to our convention <coughs> episode. We go into great detail about that. Uh there's it's episode 7 and then 7.5. Um but so they threw together for people not being able to vend, being hard hit during all this an online uh group on Facebook called the Little Mall of Horrors where vendors could post their stuff and promote themselves. And now, since things are kind of getting towards the good way of things, they're doing an outdoor event, outdoor little um, mall of horrors. In Oaks, Pennsylvania. At the fairgrounds. Um, It's going to be like over or around 150 vendors, food trucks. They're going to have some celebrity guests, which they're going to have Tom Atkins there. Um, Stacy Nelkin from Halloween 3. They were both on Halloween 3. And Tom Atkins has been in so many things. He's amazing. Um, Adrian Barbeau's going to be there. Doug Bradley's going to be there. Um, Janine Taylor from Friday the 13th. The original. Lauren Marie Taylor from Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, Christy Swanson, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is going to be there now. Um, from the movie. Not from the, the movie. TV show. That's why I said the original. Some people might not um, know that there's a movie. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say to you about that. Um, so we'll be there. We secured our table. We'll be there both days, Saturday and Sunday. If you mm-hmm. come out and mention our podcast, we'll give you 10% off your uh, mm-hmm. total. Your total. 
Um, Come say hi to us, even if you don't buy anything. We, we love, love meeting people and talking to you and making friends. Hopefully it's going to be good weather, so come on out, enjoy everything, See, come check out all the other vendors, see the celebrity guests, eat some good food from the food trucks, um, dance to the DJ, I don't really know. Is there a DJ? He said there's going to be a DJ. Oh, well so, that'll uh, be fun, hopefully it'll little, be good music. little dance party, it's still going to be socially distanced, masks are required. Um, so we're following all the guidelines there is. We don't want to piss anybody off, so then we're not allowed to do anything. I am fully <clears throat> vaccinated right now. Jeff will be by the time we're having this, yeah. or attending it, but we both still, I still wear my mask, because, yep. you know, you can't be too safe. So, if you can't follow the rules, sorry, don't come out. We don't need any problems to stop this from everybody having a good time. Yeah. Um... Originally, it's going to be from 10 to 6 on uh, May 22nd and 23rd, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Each day is from 10 to 6, $13 a day. Now, initially, the Saturday tickets were sold out. There were some tickets left for Sunday. Then Pennsylvania upped its outdoor gathering capacity to 50%, which they released more tickets for each day. I do believe that Saturday is now again sold out. There still are tickets left for Sunday. Um, I don't know how much longer they're going to last because they, they went pretty quick and they were going pretty quickly. So you still might be able to get some. You can go to monstermania.net or click on the link in our Instagram or Facebook and you'll be able to find from the Ugly Mugs Instagram or Facebook, you'll be able to find a link to go and get try to find tickets if there are any left. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a good time. We, we hope so. And Come on out and see us. Um, you can find us on Instagram, uh, Pumpkin and Peach Adventures on Instagram, uh, the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we try to post. You can only post ten pictures on Instagram. So when we do episodes and we talk about things, we like to show you what we're talking about. So check out our Instagram and Facebook for the podcast. Um, more pictures are always on Facebook. So check out both. If you can, because I always post more pictures on Facebook, so I'm allowed to be able to post more pictures. So you'll be able to see some of the things we're, we've done and what we're talking about, what we've done. So you can check us out there. And um, if you want to collab with us, if you want to sponsor us and have us promote you, uh, get in touch with us through any of those Facebook or Instagram pages, either our Business Ugly Mugs or the podcast stuff. You can email us at pumpkinandpeachadventures at gmail.com. You can... Reach out on Instagram, reach out on Facebook. I just said that. What? Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, any way you want to. If, you, if you're a cider place and you want to send us some cider, feel free to do that too, and we'll review you. We love cider, so uh, as you may know by listening to us. Yeah, if, you, if a cider place wants to send us something, we will gladly give it our yeah but you have attention. to remember we might not like it there's a possibility there is a possibility i mean that's a possibility you take with anybody really that yeah. reviews stuff so sometimes you don't like it we but if you want to grease bought. our palms a little bit uh, no rah, 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 we cannot rah, rah, rah. be bought i'm just kidding i'm just kidding we're very honest even though sometimes it's not the best thing people want to hear but uh we'd like to give our honest opinions about things and uh, that's just how we roll but <clears throat> that's everything you know we'll have links in the description of the episode so you'll be able to 
you know, find what we're talking about. And uh, I believe that's it. And hopefully third time is a charm. Yeah, because I can't record this for a fourth. Because this should have been out last Wednesday, and it's now Sunday. And then we're going to have to do another one for this upcoming Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Who knows what we'll be talking about then. We've just been so focused on getting this one right. Because even though we're just starting out, we don't want to give you a shitty product. And uh, if we don't, if we wouldn't want to listen to it, we don't want you to listen to it. And it didn't sound right to us. So, no. we're making it good while stressing ourselves the fuck out. Yeah, and making ourselves crazy not remembering what the hell we talked about. Yeah, we've talked about this episode so three times already. This is the third time. Jeff had said that maybe uh, when... <laughs> maybe for like our hundredth episode if we make it we'll release all of them in a very long episode and you can just laugh at the failure of how we said things in different ways and maybe left some things out and put new things in and yeah. you know it's very different and how we were uh, might have been rude to each other mm. Mm. was that your way of apologizing no but hey this is going to be one long ass episode all right, it's well, be our longest so far. We'll see you next week, which is really a couple of days. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.